Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Leadership Lean In. We are leaning into the subject of leadership, trying to get a little bit better. And uh, every episode, every day, hopefully we're improving just a little bit. Remember, greatness does not happen in a day. It happens daily. So you just daily just chip away at it, daily just get some wisdom, get some understanding, uh, get a few quotes. Everybody loves a good leadership quote. By the way, we just want to say thank you on behalf of myself and our team here at uh, the church. We are in the ministry center right now. Uh, thank you for posting about this podcast, sharing it, subscribing, subscribe to our YouTube channel or wherever you consume Leadership Lean in, Spotify, um, Apple Music, wherever. We are very excited. And we've made a commitment. We have made a pivot. Remember, during COVID especially, your superpower is flexibility and agility. All you old school Leadership Leaning Podcast listeners, remember we were at Cast uh, Media Studios Forever in Hollywood, and during COVID they had to close their doors, so we just asked, hey, is it okay if we record right here in the Ministry Center? And now we're putting them out once a week. So we're very excited. Thank you for your commitment to coming every week and spending some time with us. We have a special program in store for you today because returning to the podcast, <laughs> our only co-host that we've ever had, Sissony <laughs> has returned. Oh my Tanya Rad has returned. Gosh. Erica the Boss Bosco is back in the house. She is gonna be leading us through the podcast today. Yeah. Erica, how do you feel? I feel great. Tanya Red's the best person ever. She is the greatest person yeah. ever. Can we let all the listeners know exciting news that just happened? For you and your husband, or is that not? Can we talk about what's going on in the valley? Or oh, just, I'm like, which part? Yeah, you got amazing things okay. happening in your life. We're having we're having a baby in April. Oh! Exciting news! It's on the oh! internet. You know, <laughs> she went there. I didn't. I, I'm not going there. I was talking about you know other things, but we, then she just bam. Well, I w- I'm like, okay, we'll just go for two, two for two, two for two. Um, and and we are in the process of closing on our first house. People, this is. The biggest to buy I, a house in LA. Yeah. You're an LA girl. It's you were dream. raised here. Yeah. This is a dream. It's a dream come true. You're in the valley. Yeah. You own a home and you own a home with a, a pool. Dear God. <laughs> Do you, God loves well, you. Well, honestly, like a lot. It's so hot in the valley. <laughs> you you need a pool. You're not but, that close to the beach, you know? But don't you think there's a lot of people that live in the valley like, I wish I had a pool? Dang, I'm coming over. You have a pool. Yeah. This Everyone is amazing. Gets keys. You're having a baby. Yeah. You bought a home. Very bored. Nothing's going on in so, your life. Yeah. So it's nothing to do. Yeah. You have yeah. A, I just needed more surprises. Yeah. I needed more things to take care of. <laughs> I have nothing to yeah, take care of. No, no, absolutely nothing. So boring. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. We are thrilled for you. So exciting. Did you miss the the cast? Did you miss being on? You I know? I like I'm not gonna say that I was hoping that I could be on. I was like, oh, we're going to every week. So maybe this is the week that um, when do I get a Chad will ask me to come back. And then you didn't. And so I was like, is it something I said? If I wanted to say, just if kidding. I had a podcast, <laughs> did I say I'm something secure. inappropriate? I'm like, okay, please come back. If just I kidding. had a podcast that was this format, I would yeah. have you on every week. You're the best oh, at this. This is like, this is what you do. This is your gift to the world. Thank you. Is not... Just children. It is right. podcasting. Yes. Here to serve. <laughs> Come on. I love it. Okay. okay. Well, we've got some segments. By we the way, do. This is new. no one loves segments more than us. Oh, 
We love a good segment. I love a good, okay, I, more than I think the segment, I love the segment title. There we go. The t- it's the it's title the of title. the segment. What happens after the title? It's like, Who cares? It's like somebody's message when they get up to like speak a message and they're yeah. like, like, the title of my message is, yes. and it's like, it doesn't matter what it is. Everybody's like, oh, so it's good. good. Yeah. It's like, it could be the most obscure, abstract title ever. Everybody's like, wow. Wow. Okay, I'm a sucker for titles. Like, if it's like a really, you need to hear this today. I'm like, shoot, I guess I do. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we've okay. got some good segments, some good titles. Let's start. I think we're going through five different segments today. Yeah. Uh, let's go through the first one. Okay, the first one. Here we go. Whoopsies. You know what I, we, we need to put in post-production? What? We need to have oh, like, a, like a voiceover. A sound. Yeah, like a sound or like a... like Yeah. Whoopsies or, you know, like yes. a... And another one. It sounds like sports radio. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I, that's why I love sports I'm radio. Into that. Is the segments and the voices. Okay. okay so Whoopsies. All right. So we're talking all about how to come back from making a mistake. Listen, we all make mistakes. Whoopsies. We've made a few. Um, how I want to talk about how do you come back as a leader from making a mistake? It could be big, it could be small. Yeah. I think it has to do with maybe your mentality coming yep. back. But what what do leaders do after a whoopsie? Well, I think, you know, the problem is, is that most of us are so, we're hardest on ourselves. Yeah. The problem being with that is if we're hard on ourselves, we're going to be hard on others. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how sometimes in leadership, we'll give so-and-so a pass and we won't give the same grace of forgiveness to ourselves. Yeah. So I think the way that I treat myself is so important because that allows me to treat others well mm-hmm. and the consistency within that. So I think I just, here's the reality is I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not perfect. Years ago, I read a book by John Maxwell called Failing Forward. Mm. Everyone fails, not everyone fails forward. And I thought he did a great job of describing the ability to get back up again, try. I think, you know, most of us, we've said this before on Leadership Lean, and most of us are not afraid of failure. We know it's inevitable. We're afraid of the identity of failure and, and what's attached to our identity you're a failure in X, you started a company, it folded, you went bankrupt, You, your marriage failed, your your child failed. We're so afraid of that identity attached to it. And I think that we've got to, again, increase our identity. Yeah. The more that you're sure of yourself and the more that you're not, you know, so I think if we take ourselves too seriously, we're so big on our, on our highs and so low on our lows. Mm-hmm. Leadership is about being consistent every day. Yeah. I can't live too high and I can't live too low. I got to be steady Eddie. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the old thought of like, I don't want to be sexy Steve. Yeah. Sexy Steve's suave and cool <laughs> and got all the cars and, you know, he's so cool. It's like, I'm not trying to be that high. I yeah. want to be steady Eddie. Steady Eddie. Consistent as the day is long. That's where it's at. And it's like, if I fail, I'm going to keep trying. If yeah. I win, it's not that big of a deal. My dad used to say, uh, when I was growing up, he'd say, if you ever score a touchdown... Don't be that dude dancing, going crazy in the end zone. He's, you know, I grew up around the Barry Sanders wow, generation, yep. you know, D- Detroit Lions. And Barry Sanders would just, you know, hand the ball to the ref. Act like you've been there. Wow. So I think if you win, win with grace. If you lose, lose with grace. Yeah. And, it, you know, when we, when we operate that way, we don't go too high mm-hmm. and we don't go too low. We stay steady, Eddie. Steady Eddie is a, um, is a, a goal to reach. Yes. I think for I think leaders are naturally pretty passionate. Otherwise, you're gonna have a hard time being a leader. Right. So when you do make these sort of whoopsies, maybe it was a 
personnel issue. Maybe it was an attitude. Maybe it was whatever. You made a call and it was the wrong call in hindsight. Right. Uh, learning to like bridle, I guess, your passion in mm. all of that. Mm. Did you feel like you had to learn that as a young leader in ministry, in leadership? Totally. Well, I think there's like, uh, you know, there's levels of failure. Yeah. Just as there's levels of success. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'll, I've lost a lot of money in events. You know, the first few events, the conferences or camps, you know, we yeah. lose thousands of dollars and you learn from that. You learn how to budget better. You learn how to yeah. forecast. First event I ever threw as a as a uh, event leader uh, was here in Los Angeles, like in 1999, and we were taking all of our kids in the youth ministry from you know the East LA to Pasadena to the to the ice skating rink. Well, I had the signups nailed down and the communication nailed down and the graphic and all that. And then you know we got like 50 kids to the to the to the um, church that night. And the, my boss looked at me, he's like, all right, great, where are the buses? Or what are we doing for transportation? And I had not lined up any transportation. Oh, I mean, I'm 19 years old, yeah. right? And so you, it's a failure. You learn from it. Yep. I think the, 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 the great thing about failing is that you have a chance to get up and try again. Yep. I love that old commercial with Michael Jordan. He's like, I've missed so many shots in my career, this many free throws, this many three-pointers. And this many game-winning shots, yeah. and that is why I succeed, because I don't let my misses or my failures define me. It has been a teacher for me to improve and get better. I love that. Um, and I love that there's always a chance to get better. Um, let's go into our second segment. Yeah, I, I like love it. This. I like it. We're just moving segments along. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, it's called Say That Again? Ooh. With the question mark. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. Okay. In this segment, I'm going to give you some leadership cliches, and I want, <laughs> I want you to tell me. Say that again. Say that again. Yeah, what great. it actually, like when okay. someone says it, how do you process it? Okay, great. Okay, can I pick your brain? Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is my least favorite saying in all of leadership. That's so funny. When someone texts me like, hey, man, I was wondering if I get you know some time on the phone with you. I want to pick your brain about this. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Say that again. Like, Say that again. Pick your brain way. sounds so exact. Don't pick at my brain. My brain yeah. is... Trying to stay together. Don't pick at my brand. I think what you meant to say was, mm. can we talk? Can you speak into this? Can I get yes. some advice? Can I get advice? That's can, really yeah. good. Can you can you help me process this decision? Yes. I like that way more than can I pick your brain? Strange. Woo! We gotta get rid of that one. We gotta, yeah. Let's just decide. That's something that does not we're leaving exist that in at 2020. Zoe. No, no one would ever say that around here. Okay. Second one. This is going to change everything. Everything. I love this one. It's going to change everything. You know, this right here, this is, this is going to change everything. I think what you meant to say <laughs> was this is going to change something. A small thing. This is going to change part of my life. This is going to change a small percentage. This could change November. <laughs> <laughs> You having a baby and getting a house, this is going to change your your parenting life and your so where you live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like it's like it's. I think we live in this lie that's like yeah. all I need is X because this thing. this check is going to change everything. Yeah. No, you you're going to pay taxes on it still. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like no, you still got your spending habits. 
or this hire or this, you know, opportunity is going to change everything. I just, there are so few things that change everything. Yeah. You know, they're pretty, yeah. pretty dramatic and drastic. I think we should approach of going like, I'm really excited to implement this system or this budget. I'm really excited for this hire. I'm really excited for this next season because this is going to change a lot. Yeah. It's going to change some things. And again, going back to that thought, not being high too low. I think if I put too much emphasis on this change, changing everything, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it exactly. usually doesn't deliver. I, I find yeah. I find myself being disappointed because mm-hmm. I thought, wait, you were going to do this and we are going to... I'll be in, I think that's why dating or getting married, people feel like, oh, I'm going to get married. It's going to change everything. Yeah, right. It's still you. You are still you. It's still, out. you know, you, yeah, you got all your dysfunction yep. and all your trauma and everything you bring to the table. So totally. your personality, your gift mix. So I think it's important that we stay with a healthy perspective of going, this will change X, Y, and Z yep. rather than everything. Really, it's like managing your expectations. There you go. For things. I just have to tell you, because I'm your friend, you have messed up your hair. Oh, oh. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Is this my third episode being blonde? <laughs> I feel like I'm I really enjoying it. I don't know. I'm really enjoying it. It's. I'm going to re-up. Ta- what a time. I'm, I'm going to re-up. On the toner? You know you got to tone it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm redoing it. Wait. Well, I was going to do it on, on Sunday, but I, I got too enthralled in the Dodger game. Listen. Yeah, come on. By the, by the by the way by the okay. by the time this podcast comes out we will have already become The Dodgers would have already won the World Series. So we're celebrating in advance. Yeah. We're celebrating Just, whenever you're listening to this the Dodgers that, already won the World Series. That's right. Okay, say that again. Push the envelope. Say that again. Ooh, I like that. Push the envelope. What you really mean to say when you say push the envelope is let's be creative. Let's be creative. Let's innovate. Let's try something yeah. different. Let's try something new. Yeah. You know, the thing about being creative, I always find is like, if something's not broke, a lot of times you got to break it. Got to break it. Yeah, you got to mix it up. You yes. got to just, the monotony of it, the the routine of it is just so mundane. It's so mm-hmm. bland. It's so boring. So I find, you know, when, when you're trying to push the envelope, uh, whatever that is in your sphere, in your context, what is radical in one environment is just totally bland in another. Yes. So I think you have to always push the envelope of trying new things, trying, you know, that's why I love the creative side of things. It's like, we want to try new art. We want to try new songs, new methods. We're listening to um, some of our songs being remade oh, uh, right so now. Good. I'm so excited. It's, it's like, so good. what I'm trying to tell our guys producing is like, hey, mix it up, you know, push the env- push the envelope. Okay, our next segment is called Homeschool. We are addressing... Hold on, let's say it in a way that would sound like we're on sports radio. The next segment, or something like that. Homeschool! The next segment we have at Leadership Lean-In Podcast is... Homeschool! Homeschool! It's like maybe it's like an echo. echo. Yeah. Yeah. Everything should echo. I like that. Okay. Okay. We're talking about addressing a leader's home life... I'm talking leaders that have been mm. home leading. Wow. Maybe they're leading companies. Yep. Maybe they're leading teams. Yep. And uh, they're still working from home. If you're still working from home, I have so much respect for you. Yeah. You've been doing this since March. March. That is unbelievable. And we just, we applaud, we celebrate, we yeah. admire you. And if you're working at home with kids... oh. Honestly. You're a superhero. A saint. You have a cape on right now. We yeah. can't see it, but you have a cape on. Yes. Um, I think the thing about 
you know, right now we we homeschool three of our four kids. You know, uh, thank God we have f- fantastic people that help us. Yeah. When I say people, <clears throat> I mean Allie. Allie. Uh, Allie. Shout out to Allie. Uh, Happiest we have, person on earth. We by have the way. A, we have amazing people. You know, and I'm really grateful that we get to leave our house. Yeah. And say goodbye to our kids for hours mm-hmm. at a time. Yep. And my heart is very empathetic and compassionate towards people that have to work from home. Yeah. Working from home right now. Or just leading your home in general. I think it's it's you know it's obviously the most difficult year we've faced. They say since I think it was 1918 was the last time you know a plague swept yeah. through you know the world like this, um, a pandemic. Sorry, and so you know it, these are just difficult days. So I think we need to be very compassionate yeah. on people's psyche. We need to be very slow to anger. We need to be very understanding, and we need to give everyone a lot of room. Yeah to go through their highs and lows because mm-hmm. there's going to be highs and lows, especially if you're at home still. So, you know, thank God, you know, we live in LA, which is one of the most strict areas, yeah. especially our county in the, in the country. And, you know, our parks just opened up, oh, man. It was you like, know what? Glory dear, to God. dear, dear God. That's all I'm going to say. We forgot how much these kids needed these parks. I needed the park. Yeah, I needed the park too. <laughs> so, you know, it's like we're we're hopefully getting a little bit closer back yeah. to norm- normalcy. And I think it, it's a good uh, time to go, you know, my home is the most important place. Yep. You know, leadership is me, then my house, then my workplace. Yep. And so when you are st- confined or stuck, stuffed up in your house, it's hard for you to be good. Right. So I think it's a good time right now as we're getting our life back to go like, okay, I'm going to get my life good so that I can focus and put a lot of energy towards the health yes. of my house. Right. So I can't do that unless I'm healthy. Right. So homeschool is a challenge. Homeschool, homework is is not easy. We did it for months and months and months. Thank God we have the ministry center. We can come work here. It's essential. Yep. But... Um, I just have so much respect for anybody that's working at home. You're you're a hero. And leading your home while also creating a work environment in your home takes a lot of self control. Not bringing work. I into saw your a statistic. Kitchen. I saw a statistic that said the average working at home parent during COVID uh, got average three minutes of uninterrupted time at, of work. While they worked at home, they had three minutes, and then you're getting interrupted. Crazy. Like that's just that's crazy. It's unbelievable. So our yeah. hearts should be very empathetic towards anybody working at home. Shout out to all our heroes. Yep. And um, all right, well, we have some questions. We put up a question box. Yes. On the gram, I saw this. It honestly never fails us. It's great. And um, so I'm going to ask you some questions. I also wrote down the names of people who asked oh, questions I just love to it. add a little. We can just say their touch. name. I like that. It's great customer just, service. So if they hear it, yeah, they go. This is my excited. question. Okay, but I'm going to start with my my question. Ooh, okay, great. Um, it's very pressing. I need. Yes. I just want to know. Um, can you report on your experience as a blonde? Do they, in fact, <laughs> have more fun? And I'm asking this yes. because as a diehard brunette, yes. I myself will never go blonde. You'll never do it. No. Well, look how much hair I have. It'll like burn off, you know? I just need to know. 
I just, I honestly have to know. Yes. The people want to know, honestly. I, I, you know, I thank you for asking this question. Yeah. It's very important yep. in, with everything going on. Pressing you know, we, I, by the time this, <laughs> By the time this podcast is released, we'll have yesterday chosen a new president of the United States. And so yeah. today we should be discussing... I just feel like <laughs> people need to laugh today. Okay. Yes. Well, I would say, yes, they do. Wow. Blondes have more fun. Like, it's it, crazy. I, I'm it's rolling crazy. around in my minivan <laughs> and I'm just like... Boys, turn up the young and free. We're having more fun. Wow. It just, I feel it. We're having more We're fun. We're having more fun. Let's go to Chick-fil-A. I'm a blonde. We're having more fun. <laughs> like, what voice is that? <laughs> I don't... I think it came with <laughs> It came with the hair, yeah. Okay, Instagram Q&A. Um, this isn't a question. It's an encouragement for you, and I think everyone should be encouraged. This is Vanessa. Yeah. She said, you and Julia inspire her. So, you know what? Wow, Vanessa. Shout out to Vanessa for throwing an encouragement in the question box. Didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming. Okay, first question. What is one piece of advice you wish you knew before COVID-19? Wow. I, one piece of advice yeah. I wish I knew before COVID-19... Uh, you need really fast Wi-Fi. <laughs> no one told oh me my that gosh. I should have got a hold of AT&T in February to that's, make sure I was set up for success in March. Honestly, that's, <laughs> we can just stop the podcast. That was so good. Um, one piece of advice that I wish I knew pre-COVID. Um, wow, that is... Uh, I'm, I'm stumped. Nothing really comes to mind as much as um, pre-COVID. I... I think COVID just woke you up to what is really important in your life. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if it was, you know, advice I needed pre-COVID. I don't know if I would have listened to the advice. Yeah, so true. Does that make sense? Like COVID rocked our world and put you in a place of humility and dependence and, um, you know, no control. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't know if it's necessary advice, you know, that I would have received. It's like I needed COVID to reshape some values so or, good. you know, yeah. reestablish some some habits or disciplines I need in my life. So yeah. I don't know if it's advice that I would have needed as much as it's like, I'm grateful for the advice I can take out of COVID. Yes. That's so good. Um, okay. This is uh, Joey. Joey. Um, and he's, he's asking, how do I lead well with positivity while still figuring my life out personally? Wow. I really love that question. I like Joey. I like the name Joey. I like Joey. It yeah. makes me think of friends, of course. Best show of all time. Joe Termini, cash only, best guy ever. Um, I think, you know, how do you leave with positive? I mean, that's the challenge we're all in. Yeah. There's a gap between who I am and who I want to be. Yeah. No one has arrived at like, I've <laughs> mastered it, <laughs> have no issues. Yeah. Gosh, that feels good. Yeah. I, cl- I climbed the top of the mountain. What else is there to do? We are all on a journey. We're all in process. We're yeah. all trying to become who we're supposed to become. So how do you stay positive? Like, bro, that's the key to life. That's the yeah. challenge right there for all of us is I've got tons of uh, complaints about myself. I've got tons of things I want to improve and change and really arrest. And to use a scripture... This is the challenge of life. Paul, the apostle in in the Bible says, the things that I hate to do, that's what I do. And the things I don't want to do, things that, sorry, and the things that I I want to do, I don't do them. 
So that's the challenge. The gap is between who I really want to be and who I actually am. And so we have to stay positive. You have to stay with the, I can do this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can become who I'm supposed to become. I I can win friends. I can influence people. I can you know, fill in the blank for whatever it is in your life. But I think it starts with that positive mindset. You know, a scripture we were looking at this last weekend in church was whatever I think I am in my heart, that's what I really am. So it doesn't really matter what people think you are. It matters what you think you are. Right. And so I think we have to stay positive. We have to love ourselves. I feel so bad for people that are mean and cruel and harsh to themselves. Yeah. If you don't love yourself, it's hard for others to love you. Yeah. You can only love others at the degree that you love you. Mm-hmm. And so I've got to be positive. I don't have another option. Yeah. If I go negative, the whole thing goes negative. Yeah. So I don't have an option. Well, and being positive is not like masking mm. how you're doing or mm. how you're feeling. Great. It's like having the mental like fortitude. Yep. To understand like in this moment, here's what's needed of me as a leader. There you go. And I can like sift through my emotion yep. and get to like my mission. There you go. Which is like elevating the people that I'm leading. Yes, yes um, that's a great way to say it. Um, I think is so important in a time where like a, we're so driven by our emotions if yep. we're not careful. Um, I love that. What, this is from Jamie. Jamie. Um, she's asking, what are some hacks to help me with consistency? Mm. Love the name Jamie. I, you a big fan of Jamie? Con- yeah. Yeah, I like Jamie. Also, it's a unisex. <laughs> agree. I have no baby what's your names, favorite, by the way. What's your favorite unisex name? Um, Dylan or Blake. Wow. Great yeah. ones. Right off the top of my head. Right? You, went, you went for hitters. Well, that's because I've been making a name list for like ever. Uh, you're in the name list game. Um, I got I to gotta drop one on you. Okay. Renee. Oh. I had a great basketball player that played for me when I was a basketball coach named Renee Sandoval. Well, I was gonna say I have a cousin named Renee, but he's a it's guy. A, it's very Mexican. Yeah, it's a very Hispanic thing. He, when I say cousin, it's kind of like I'm pretty sure he's my dad's cousin. Yeah, but like it makes it's your cousin. It's yeah. my cousin. Yeah, yeah. Renee Sandoval. I always thought that was a great unisex name. Wow, okay, back to that's Jamie. That's a great name, just in general. Renee's an awesome one. Sandoval. Okay, okay. Let's go. Let's go back to Jamie. Hacks to consistency. I always, you know. Paper is so powerful. Yes. Writing you've down. Me this actually. I, th- I just think it's so critical to write stuff down. Yeah. You know, like Mondays I do this, Tuesdays I do this, Wednesdays I do this. Um, so those are my daily goals, you know, my emphasis of what I emphasize every day. Then writing down goals, writing down, I think life is lived in buckets, lanes. Uh, so physically, mm-hmm. what am I working on? Spiritually, what am I working on? Relationally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, financially, all all the above. So I think I only get overwhelmed if things are unidentified. Yeah. But when I identify my life very appropriately, it's like, ah, I can be consistent because I serve my calendar. I serve that thing. I, I... there's a Bible verse that I really love in Psalm 90, teach us to number our days that we mm-hmm. may gain a heart of wisdom. So if I really calculate my calendar well and my goals well, I can attack that list and I just do that chip away at it every day. And then pretty soon I can look back. It's To me, it's like saving. Yeah. yeah. On my payday, yes. I do the same thing. Compounds. I send the same amount to God 
and the same amount of my savings. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I just watched that thing grow. Yep. My retirement account. Julia showed me my retirement account the other day. She's like, look. She's like, just chip away at it. Yeah. Look, what, look what you've done. It's like, I don't even think about it. Just yep. chip away at it. So it's like, mm-hmm. anything you want to grow, it takes just time and consistency, patience. Yeah. And so I was saying at the top of the podcast, greatness doesn't happen in a day. It happens in a day. It happens daily. daily yeah. And that's the consistency part. This is leadership gold, people. It's leadership lean in, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I've known you, I think, 11-ish years now, yeah. maybe almost 12. Uh, no, 11. And um, you've always taught me to put things on paper. Yes. To write it down so you can see it very plainly. That's it. And um, that is a key thing that I've always, always carried with me all of these times. Till to this, still to this day, I have to write everything down. Yes. I'm not going to remember it. I will not. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, next question is uh, from Drew, not Drew Smith. Oh, not. No, it's not Drew Smith. No, it's I feel like I Drew. need to clarify that there's, off the top. Yeah, there's many Drews in many the world. Many Drews. Yeah. So whoever you name. are out there, Drew. I get it. You're special. It's not a unisex. Wait, Drew is a unisex. Debatable. Oh, yeah. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> Just kidding. Change lane. Just kidding. From ET to now, my household name. <laughs> oh my gosh, I used to be so scared of that scene in ET when they, he's like in the basket. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. What? <laughs> okay. Talking about um, greatness doesn't happen a day; it happens yeah. daily. I love this question. It says, yep. "What can you do on a daily basis to prevent burnout personally mm. and on your team?" Wow. I think daily basis. Um, Two things come to mind right away is it's just so practical, but water. It's like the yeah. first thing I do in the morning is drink water. It's like I just think you need a lot of water to stay yeah. healthy. And then sleep. Like Julia makes fun oh of me. Gosh, Julia's I'm so into sleep. Julia's an insomniac who can't sleep. Last night she went to bed at three in the morning. It's crazy. She's awake till three in the morning. And I just I feel so bad for her. I lay down, <laughs> I don't even close my eyes before I fall asleep. Like I'm out. Like yes. a light. Like oh. I'm just out. I'm just I love and I and I no apologies. Like I love sleep. I love. Same. I love to sleep earlier at night so I can get up earlier in the morning. Yeah. Someone told me years ago if you'd like to sleep in, sleep in on the front, on the front end. end. I yeah. love that idea. That's Such like a, that's a really cool idea. And so I am sleeping in. It's just sleeping in on the front end. And so I'm going a bit early so I can get up and take care of my stuff. But I think that um, those are two things you could do physically. You know, to really create good habits is water and rest. I just think you can't be really, really good without being really, really rested. Yeah. You know, because you're going to burn out. Yeah, totally. You know, so, th- so then then I would say that's what you do every day. But then like you, the day off, the rhythm of a day off. Yeah. The rhythm of making sure I have a day. The day off is not just that I don't do anything. That's mm-hmm. not what it's about. It's a day that I don't produce anything. Right. Because you got to produce all week. You got to produce... Content, Excel spread, you know, meetings, you're producing, producing energy for people, producing meetings. Mm-hmm. So you produce all week, but you need one day or for some people, two days, but the minimum of a day to really rest where I don't produce. What do I do instead? Have fun. Yeah. You know, yes. so maybe it's retail, maybe it's restaurants, maybe it's, you know, uh, movies or fill in the blank. You know, yeah. pick, for right now it's for me, it's Pickleball Boys. Yeah, it's you definitely know, Pickleball. It's Pickleball season. Yep. Your husband's it's always your, pickleball season. Your husband's good. He's competitive. I like that about him. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's Ukrainian. I was, blood. I was, I was worried about his thumb. Oh my god, his thumb injury. But he's out there balling. 
He, I'm just not even going to comment. Yeah, yeah, we are. Poor guy. Um, okay, so you, I mean, water and rest, do you feel like those are things that you've always practiced? Or do you feel like there's one thing that you look at, you're like, I've, I've practiced, practiced this or it's been in my rhythm and I still do it today since I was like a young kid or young leader, sorry, not kid. Yeah, I think maybe the other thing is, you know, again, calendar. I'm so obsessed with calendar. Yeah. So I think just knowing like where your breaks are. Yeah. I think that's a big deal yeah. is just knowing like I, I push from like, you know, I forget what date it was in September. I'm like, hey, I go hard all the way until Thanksgiving right now, just a heads up. Yes. You know, so it's like, it's just a run. And then at Thanksgiving, I take a big break. And I know what December is, especially in L.A. Yeah. It's not like the rest of the country. L.A. is a ghost, ghost town, town for December. It's like the I whole month. Like Hollywood takes the whole month off, and Hollywood yes. would be the main industry in our city. So, you know, I just know that it's a big break. And we're really not firing up until probably the second week of January. Yeah, And then totally. it's like second week of January all the way to Easter. Yep. You know, so I, I just think knowing your rhythm is a big deal because I I can't run full speed all year long. No. I don't just need a day to rest. Sometimes I need seasons, a break. You know, I think that's where people get into these weird um, mindsets where they're like, I got to take a break from my job or take a break from, you know, this community or take a break because I'm just so worn out. It's like, ah, well, if you just paced yourself a little bit better, yeah, you wouldn't need these extreme breaks. Well, in, in a culture of like, uh, hustle mentality, and, yeah. You know all of that. Like, don't get me wrong. I love hard work. I yeah. love to work. I love the gift of work. Yeah. We, you say this all the time. Work, work is a gift. Mm-hmm. Like to labor is a gift. Um, but to rest is also equally a gift and equally 100%. a discipline. So the way you're gonna lock in to work, yep. You're gonna lock in to rest, yep. And then go the long distance, yep. Where other people are burning out. I love that. Way. Um, well, Instagram, we love you. Yes. We love all of your questions. We love you, Instagram. Um, but it's time for rapid fire. Ooh, I like that. R- 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 rapid fire. That's fire, what it should fire, be. Fire, 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 I like the the R kind of. Ra- r- 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 rapid fire, fire. I see the R's yeah, when r- you r- say r- that. R- yeah. Yeah. Uh, these are, this is when I ask you questions. Okay. And you're going to give me the first answer that you got off I like the bat. It. Very quick. I'm in. All right. Thoughts on LA winning a basketball and a baseball championship? This is not. This has not happened since 1998. No. The last time the Dodgers won the World Series, the Lakers also won an NBA championship same year, 1998. It just feels good in 2020. Come on. Everybody's like worst year ever. Worst year if you're not a Laker fan <laughs> or a Dodger fan. So I got to be honest. This is not a bad year. Yeah. It's only bad that we're not like at Dodger Stadium or at Staples Center or, or the parades. That's the only negative out of this. But for Kershaw and these boys, Kelly Jansen, these boys, Seager. like it's just a it's Seager. It's He's just on fire. Dave Roberts, our manager, I who's mean, been pummeled in the media, especially for, to have, you know, last year, every, everything with the yeah. Astros and being cheated out of one. Listen, cheated out of one. Cheated. This is a big deal. So shout out cheated. to, you know, by the way, when LeBron James came to LA, everybody, you know, they trashed his murals and they, they were upset and he's not Kobe. And but what you got to say now? What do you got? What to do you say got to say now? So now. I think it's amazing and it couldn't happen in a better city than the city of Los Angeles. I, best answer. Okay. When will the country open back up? The country will open back up when Dr. Fauci says we can open back up. I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> that is the question. If I, if I, if I could answer that question, we have. Wait. 
We'd have we a lot make, of money. Yeah, we could make a lot of money. I was going to say, we could make so much money. Yeah. Um, okay, TBD on that answer, uh, if you're taking notes. <laughs> when when will we be back in church? Oh, God. Here in LA, when we, uh, I, I think if we you could, will... If you could guess. If I could guess, I pray that we could be back before Easter. I just don't know if they're going to let us do that. Mm. But Easter would be like, I think, the latest. Yeah. I pray that we can in January. If we could come back to church in the start of 2021, it would just be the best gift in a brand new year with a brand new start. Yeah. I hope school... I just tell God, I need schools (laughs) and church to open... And Orange Theory, and my life will be... Fantastic. Hey, God, it's uh, me again, Chad. Just uh, a few suggestions Praying for Praying about you. everything. Pray <laughs> about everything. Okay, are you going to get the new iPhone? 100% get new fo- a yeah. new phone no matter what it is. I do the program where so they send it yeah, to you like and then you send the it back. Yeah, yeah that's 100%. really... Okay. Every time. That's, we, I should have done that. Okay, this is a very pressing question. Do you still eat PB&J? I haven't had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich probably since what? Was that June? April? April, May. I stopped. I got out of the flow. I was in the flow of them. And then we went to Scottsdale, like yeah. early COVID. And I thought, we, you, you, you guys came with us. Yeah. I thought I was going to get killed if I was seen outside my house. Yeah. So I stopped getting in the everyday flow. Yeah. And that's kind of what disrupted that. But, you know, I haven't had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in so long. People tag me in stuff, like recipes. Yeah, they're not done. I don't, I'm not done. I'm just waiting for the right time. I got, I'm going to pick it back up. I just got to get my body restored first. <laughs> COVID-19. When Orange Theory comes yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, then I could do it. Then I've yeah. earned it. Maybe like some holiday ones. There we go. People are more forgiving on the holidays. Yes. Okay, this is, who's your favorite Beach Boy? Well, all of them are, are my favorite, um, but I'll tell you who my favorite is. Like right now. My favorite <laughs> Beach Boy is the one that obeys me right away. Whichever one that I'm like, hey. Okay, yeah, in a scenario. Go, yeah, go get me the remote control. Yeah, And they go. Then I'm like, you're my favorite. Yeah. Like, hey, go get in the car. And it's like, right, okay, hey, pound it. And they pound. You know, like whoever is in front of me and does the right thing, I'm like, yeah. man, you're my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love all my guys. I, yeah. When my daughter doesn't do everything I say, I'm just confused. Like, did what, you hear what I said? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, I, what are you, two? I feed you, I clothe you, yeah. I put a roof over your head. Yeah. My, okay. All right, last question yeah. for Rapid Fire. Yeah. What is your hope and prayer post-election? Mm. Post-election. So by the time this will come out, yeah. the President of the United States, we think in, we th- in theory, in theory will have been, have been elected, announced. will have been announced. We, we, yeah. there's, there's much debate of where we, if that will happen or not. Yeah. Whoever uh, is the winner today... My prayer is for a unified country. Yeah. You know, we, we were so divided. Yeah. There's so much vitriol in our nation. And um, I think that we need to be unifiers. I think as leaders, um, I love this, the definition of leadership. Leadership is a transfer of belief. Wow. So it is when I lead people, I'm transferring what I believe into you. Mm-hmm. So if I could transfer something into everybody that's listening, I would say I'd like to transfer you're a peacemaker, yeah. you're a unifier, you're a bridge builder. You know, none of us, it, it, leadership is never about, you know, dividing people. Yeah. It's always about uniting people. So, you know, we, we, we just, I think, you know, the best thing I love about the election is that my hope is not in a president. Yeah. 
That's exactly. not where my hope is. My exactly. hope is in someone that's so much better and so much greater and so much bigger and so much stronger. And so no matter what, whether you're feeling really encouraged today or feeling very discouraged, I think we got to put our hope in the right person. Yep. And it's not a political party. So I think, you know, it's really important that today um, or whenever you're listening to this, that we get excited about the possibility to lead people well and lead conversations and still be very open-minded and still be open to change and identify, be be appropriate with um, identifying what, what we need to improve on in our country. There is much to improve. No one would, you know, refute that. I think that we need to be, as we're identifying those things, positive, the power yes. of positive leadership. Yep. I do not believe in doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm investing into faith, hope, and love. I'm investing into the best is yet to come. And the best yet to come if we have the right leaders. Yeah. Because we just have such a leadership gap. We have such a yes. need for leadership. The greatest felt need in the world is leadership. Yep. And so as people are probably, no matter who wins or loses by today... People are protesting. People yeah. are upset. One yeah. side or the other, uh, you know, feels like maybe you know the votes were kind of wrong, or it should have been so and so, or whatever. I think no matter how you feel today, we have the privilege to step up and to remain positive and to speak our our mind as someone that would bring people together. Yeah. And we don't do well as a divided nation. We don't right. do well do well if we're the coasts believe this, but the middle of America believes this. We've got to do a, a great job of of pointing people to the ultimate solution, but also being, uh, I think a great leader is a great listener, listening to people, listening to people's problems and their pains and trying to do as good of a job as we can to not just be unifiers, but to also be people that are stabilizers. Yes. You you know, unity is so important, but so is safety. Mm -hmm. And the feeling that when you're around, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be safe. So um, my hope and prayer is that. And... um, I think we live in the greatest country in the world. Yeah. I'm very, we're very thankful. Very thankful for first responders right now with the yes. f- Santa Ana winds right now and the fires and just yes. thankful for first responders, thankful for everybody that's in service. We're thankful for our military. You know, we got to have the attitude of gratitude and that power of positivity. Yeah. So I think without that, you get really negative and jaded and toxic and that you just can't be effective and toxic at the same time. Yeah. It's just so difficult to be really influential and really, really angry. Yes. yes. And if you are angry, you're influencing people down the wrong path. Right. They cannot grow under angry leadership. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Here we go. Here Coming we go. Coming into a big, a big part of uh, 2020, the end of it. It's a huge part of um, 2020 and the end of it. And after hearing you talking, I'm going to be asking myself the question all week of what does it look like for me to be a bridge builder, a peacemaker, a stabilizer. And um, if you're a leader listening, you should be asking yourself the same question. Great. It's It's a privilege to take that on. And it's the easy way out to just be negative totally. and, cr- and criticize. What an yeah. easy way out. Just be like, bleh, bleh. it's like it takes a lot of maturity and a lot of self-control to bite your tongue mm-hmm. and listen or to bite your tongue and say something positive. Yeah. So I just think it's 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 what separates the goods from the greats. Yeah. That's the stuff we're talking about. It's like that's what makes them so great. I love that. Well, that was fun. We had great segments today. That was really fun. Really good stuff. Hey, thanks again for listening to Leadership Lean In. Make sure you don't forget to not only like it, subscribe, share, comment. We love our Lean In 
community. By the way, follow us on Instagram. We are now on Instagram. We'll be back with you next Wednesday. Have the best week ever. We love you.